Good morning, Raboisai. Today's cheer is Lilu Nishmas Imi Marosi Rusmas Mordechai, sponsored by Mordechai Sapaznik, Lezeich Nishmas Moishi Kleinbart, Ben Habacher Yisrael Moishe Zuchren Levracha, Ben Rebav Rom, maybe a Melitz Yoishev. Did I say? No, I'm missing some words here. Ben Rebavrom Doiv. Maybe Melitz Yoisher for his entire Mishpacha and all of Klali Yisrael. The way it comes in, the, the wording in the Hebrew, once you stick, mix English and Hebrew, it messes it all up. Parnasah Choydesh. Shia Greenfield from Green Star Electrical Contracting. Yossi Klein from Superior Plumbing Monsi. Shkoyach. Shkoyach Raboisai. So we have good news. We were saying uh, to him for one of our Chaverim. And he says he wants to give a big akaras atoiv. There were an individual or individuals from the shir, anonymous people, which sent delicious food and chalas for Shabbos, shopped for us. People from the shir wouldn't accept a dime. Mamish okay. As for the chabura, I'd like to thank the chabura for the goodwill and tefillas. I'm slowly improving, Baruch Hashem. Now he's a physician, and he says like this, know that COVID-19 is not the flu, it's a cluster bomb, this is going to upset some people, with multiple weapons that can, and at times fatally, hit the nervous system. Loss of smell, taste, peripheral, hyper, I can't read these words. Instead of nowhere, it sneaks up and causes deep vein thrombosis, pulmonary embolism, stroke, heart attack. It's a permanent heart damage. Yes, I'm an internist of 33 years. Do not allow pandemic fatigue set in. Shmaris nafshecha. Be the first one in line for the good vaccines that are available. I've developed a tremendous gratitude and appreciation for life, my family, friends, and community that have stepped and that have stepped up. Sometimes Hakush Baruch has to clap you with a two by four to make you aware what you should be, what your priority should be. Bleib gesunden stark, he says. Okay, from a physician. Rabbi Isai, oh, you know what? We have another half a minute here. From Kalman, from yesterday. He says like this, Yeshua asked me not to talk about this, but somebody wrote and criticized the shir for being too commercialized. I have to say something, so my apologies. Uh, I'm trying to apply the lessons from Dav Gimel on the importance of proper speech. The email upset me so much I could barely learn. I think he has a chutzpah. And maybe he should start sponsoring instead of criticizing the sponsors. Don't change anything and please don't think for a moment that merchandising, making anything commercial, does he think you're making money on an $11 baseball hat? I told our guys they should double the price so we don't lose money on it. We love the merchandise. And the only criticism I have is that we want more. All kidding aside, the utter joy and emotion that I personally get from hearing you mention my father's name is priceless. Oh, that's one of the reasons that we do this. A day like today with less sponsors for me is a lot more geschmack. Go right into it. You cannot imagine or probably do how much it means to me and I'm sure others when they hear the names of their loved ones. As you know, I even like hearing my name too. <laughs> Please don't change anything. Love you, Rebellion. Happy birthday. Comment of the five towns. But 
in all seriousness, that guy is a great guy. The guy that wrote the email, he did not intend, to, he wasn't talking about the merchandising. He was just talking about the fact that I'm not in the base medrash. I think the, there was a misunderstanding why I'm not in the base medrash. He thought I'm not there for different reasons, for COVID and this and that. And I explained to him that the main reason is that I don't concentrate as well when I'm in the base medrash. There's a lot of noise. A lot of people are schmoozing. Different people are coming in, out. If we could organize that, then Bezer Hashem, I'm going back to the base medrash. But that guy, don't have any hard feelings towards that guy. I know him very well. He's a great, great guy. Rabbi said, we're holding <coughs> on Daf Yud Aleph. Today's Daf Yud Aleph, 10 Daf into Mesechus Psachim. Holding the last line in Daf Yud Aleph, <coughs> excuse me, here it goes again. <coughs> Fine. So yesterday we finished discussing, or we were in the middle of discussing, According to Rabbi Yehuda, once it's usher to eat chametz, you cannot do b'dikas chametz anymore. Why? Because what happens if you do b'dikas chametz? You find something that, you, that looks good, and you're hungry, it's starving, it's every pesach, there's barely food in the house, you're going to grab that donut and eat it. Uxera. Chacham say, we're not goyzer. Says the Gemara on the bottom. Is he so concerned that people are going to eat? But nan, we learned. Now here's, here's a question. I want to start off the shir with a riddle. And this is actually very dear to me. It's one of my pet peeves. I discussed it a while ago. I want to discuss it again. What is an Isser Dairaisa, according to most Rishonim, an Isser Dairaisa, that in our day and age, people don't care about? Isser Dairaisa. They treat this Isser Dairaisa so leniently that it makes, like, Chal of Stam is all the way up here. This Isser Dairaisa, according to most Rishonim, is... Down here. Here it is. Here's this in the rice. Vatnan, Mishikarav Haimer, Yoitzin, Umoitzin, Shuke Yerushalayim, Shehein, Meleim, Kemach Vekali. There's an Isser Chadosh. And that is, the Torah says that you cannot eat the new grain. So let's say you planted something just for argument. You planted something during Sukkot time. And it grows and it takes root. You cannot eat that crop until you bring a carbon oimer. You bring barley, soilus, the fine barley, bring it as a carbon on the second day of Pesach. Once you bring that, then you're permitted to eat that crop. Okay, says the Gemara. What happened was they would bring this crop, they would bring this carbon on the second day of Pesach. And all of a sudden, like, you know, Matzei Pesach in America, some pizza stores miraculously have fresh pizza coming out of the oven as Yontif comes out. So, miraculously, they're selling flour and dried flour, dried grain, all these things. Where do they get it from? You can't do ktsira, you cannot harvest the, the wheat, or whatever the word is, before you bring the oimer. So something's going on here. How did they get this stuff? Top of Yud Aleph Amad Aleph. Diver holds that this is wrong. They should not be, they shouldn't have this kind of produce out there. They shouldn't have this product. Where do they get their hands on it? It's not a problem. Now, what's the Gemara's question? It's like, you know, making steaks on Yom Kippur, 
Well, Yom Kippur is a different problem. But making steaks on a, on a, on a fast day. Are you going to eat from it? You're not going to eat from it. Over here, you have all this wheat. You start cutting the wheat way before Pesach. You might come to eat from it. Rebut is the one that said that Erev Pesach, I can't do Bdikas Chums. I might come to eat the donut. So I might come to eat the wheat. Rebut says, no, it's not a problem. It's not geyser. Says the Gemara, Marava, Shani Chodosh, Mitoich Shaloi, Tartaloi, Ayyde Kituf, Huzachar. It's also for you to use your typical way that you cut the wheat. You're cutting it by hand, you're doing whatever, you're doing a Shinoi. So you're going to remember not to eat from it. So I want to stop here for a second and read from the Mishnah Bura, because I know that in America they're not so mad. Why am I so upset about this? Because when I was a Bachar, I walked into one of those bakeries, and I said, do you have Yashan? And a Hasidish young man turned around to me and he said, Yashan Asu Minatayra. Something like that. Chodesh Asu Minatayra. He said, Chodesh Asu Minatayra. And he's laughing his head off. Kilo like, I'm an I'm a Oretz, I'm asking for this weird thing called Yashan. So I want to read to you what the Mechaber and what the Mishnah hold about this. It's very important stuff. This is Simon Tov Pei Tes, Sif Yud. Asur lechol chodosh af bazmanazeh. It says in the Pasuk, says the Mishabur, velechim vekoli vekarmelo yisoichlu ad etzim ayoyim azeh. Bechol moishu yisoichim. In every country. And then he brings the Ramad that says there's a heter for chodosh. Because it's a svek sveka. We don't know when it's produced. Well today, every product has a production date on it and a serial number and you can find out exactly when the wheat was harvested there's no, there's no Suffolk in our days. Because of Achroinim, he goes on to that. In Poland, it's Osir. Because we know when it comes and where it comes from. He says, Nobody cares about this. You have to, you have to say a schus for them. It's Nebuch. It's very difficult. How are you going to buy cereal? You know, cereal is made from the Chodesh stuff. How are you going to do it? So in America, a guy comes out with his book. It's, these are the weirdos. Th- these are the guys that are makbid on this iser called. They don't, most people don't even know it exists, this iser. Iser Doiraisa. We're talking about a Doiraisa where Cholofstam is all the way down here. The Rabbanon, the Rabbanon. This is Iser Doiraisa. If you knew about Iser Doiraisa, you'd be so makel. Ah, but there's a Bach that's makel. But most of the Rishonim hold it's an Iser Doiraisa. To the point where Shlomo Zalman Oyerbach goes into whole Shaila. Are you allowed to give food that's made out of this? Are you allowed to serve it to somebody? Are you, is it Oyver Lifna Iver? Are you allowed to say Amen on a bracha like this? You see, that's why it's a pet peeve. Because people make fun of it. It's like, don't make fun of it. Now he says also, he brings in the beer Allah here. People are so mockbit in the smallest of the small. And over here, and then he says something very interesting. And I, Bezer, should want to take this on also, because I was, my family's makbid on Chol of Yisrael, and I'm not. Why? Because I was a Shegitz when I was a Bachar, I decided to go off on that. It's not a good thing, I'm not. not. But he says a very interesting thing. Let's say you, it's too hard for you. So at least be makbid on what you could be makbid. Don't just write it off and say, that's the Isra I don't care about. So, 
If there's two pizza shops, one sells Yashan, one doesn't, so go into the one that sells Yashan. Why are you erasing this Aveira, he says? It doesn't make sense to just completely erase it. And I just want to re- read one last thing. And the story. Anyways, take what you want from this, but just realize that it's not so posh it, and you, should, you certainly shouldn't be making fun of somebody that's smacked on it. So yes, you have, there's a certain, uh, uh, you have a, a hecker when you're cutting the wheat, because you're not cutting it with your typical machine, but what about when you grind the wheat, and what about when you sift it? Holy cash, yes, you're going to do it differently, you're not going to use the water mill, or the machine in our days, you're gonna do it by hand. And when you sift it, you're gonna flip the sifter upside down and it's gonna be a hacker. Now, since you cannot bring the oimer from inferior crap, so we didn't care about the fields that, that you irrigated it by hand, not by rain, in the valleys. It's an inferior crop. You can't bring it from there. So Mamela, you could go there and just cut the wheat. Don't pile it up. Because that's not a hefzid. We're talking about a hefzid. Who? From all people, Rabbi Huda. And Rabbi Huda is the one that says, they have to be concerned, you might come to eat the donut on Erev Pesach. So how come I'm not concerned when I harvest the wheat regularly, without a hecker, with my machine, with my tractor, in the Beis HaShlochem, because the Beis HaShlochem is okay. I might come to eat it. So comes Abai and says a new Pshat. And the Gemara is going to go with this Pshat for the rest of the Sugya. Badal and Loi Badal, meaning, Chametz, you eat all year round, you eat bread all day long, all year. 300 and whatever, 50 something days a year. So all of a sudden comes Erev Pesach, and this food that you're so used to eating is sitting right in front of you, you're just going to grab it and eat it. Whereas Chadash, people are makbid on the Isr Deir Isa, and they don't eat it the whole time. So they know to stay away from it. Now they're going to go harvest the crop, you're not going to touch it. it this is, this is Treif Chazer, you never ate it before. A whole a half a year you're not eating it, all of a sudden today you're going to eat it. So the concept of Badal and Loi Badal. So, just to explain the sugya real quickly, a regal achas. Rabbi Yudah is going to go with this idea of bottle and lay bottle. Something that you are used to, you have a problem, we have to make exera. Happens to be that everything else that the Gemara brings really is bottle. So, chadash that we just said is bottle. You stay away from chadash, you don't use the new crap. Shweferes, for whoever davens Nusukh Ashkenaz, or people from 250 years ago that are Ashkenaz and they used to dive in Ashkenaz, they know from Bamemed Likin that you're not allowed to put a shvefer, a shalbeitza. You're not allowed to drip oil. We're going to discuss it in more detail. But because it's Shabbos, you're allowed to use it according to review because buddle. You're going to stay away from it. The difference of a string and not a string between the different types of fabric, buddle. You're going to stay away because of Shabbos. And making a knot or a, just a bow 
According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's not a question of badal, not badal. It, it's usher the rights to make a bow, which we had earlier. Chachamim, on the other hand, they go with a whole different concept. They go with something you get confused with. And if you go down the line, so chametz, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, it's not gonna be confused. Chadash, you, there, there's no way to differentiate. Shreferes, no way to differentiate oil that you eat and oil on Shabbos. And a rope, I'm just saying this quickly, we're going to see it in the sugya, I just want to show you how the whole sugya, it's very, very simple. We're going to go with Badal, according to Rabbi Yudha, and Michalov, according to Rabbana. So let's see inside. Omar Rav, the Rabbi Yudha, the Rabbi Yudha, sorry. El Omar Abayi, Chodesh Badal, Minei, Chodesh Badal. Omar Rav, the Rabbi Yudha, the Rabbi Yudha, Kashi, he asked me a big contradiction between Rabbi Yudha. The word, by Chometz, he says, stop checking for Chometz, because you might come to eat the Chometz. But uh, on ch- that's Chometz. What about Chadash? He's not so concerned. What about Rabbanan? The exact opposite. Rabbanan say when it comes to Chadash, we are concerned. And when it comes to Chometz, we're not concerned. Chometz say you can continue checking forever. If you forgot to check on the sixth hour, check on the seventh hour. We're not concerned by Chometz, that you might eat the donut, but we are concerned by Chadash. What's the difference? The Rabbanan are like Hashem. We just explained there's no, there's no kasha because of badal and lay badal. Chametz, you're so used to eating it, you have to be concerned. Says review the stop. Once it's also to eat chametz, don't even check for it. The rabbanan, the rabbanan, nami lay kasha. Why? Who atzmoi mechazer olav lesarfoi? What's going on here? The person wants to be mekayim in the mitzvah bligis chametz. He's looking, searching his whole house for chametz. So what is he doing? He's in the mode of destroying chametz. So he's going to go eat the chametz. It doesn't make sense logically. He's, he's searching and searching for an hour. And all of a sudden he sees the glazed donut. So he's going to stuff it in his face. He wants to destroy it. He's, he's out to, 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 what is it called? Hunt and destroy whatever the Lushan is. And he's going to eat it. No. Ravashi Omar says Ravashi. So, Ravashi made a little bit of a mistake here. He answers that we're talking about flour and dried wheat. It's not royal achila. We're not concerned that somebody's going to eat it. It's a mistake. Says the Aruch on the side, if you look in Agoyz Yitzhiyunim, he says, that any time any time an Amoira said something that's not halachically correct, but we didn't want to embarrass him, and to say, oh, he made a mistake. So it's a nice lotion to say, a little bit of a mistake. I just found it interesting that who wrote this? The Gemara was written by Ravashi. Ravina Ravashi. So we must say that somebody else wrote it, maybe his son, Marba Ravashi, later generation when they were editing the, the Gemara, they said Ravashi made a mistake. What's the mistake? Because this makes sense if it's dried and not. But you could, it's edible from the time that you harvest it till the time you dry it in the oven. So it is edible. So I got to be careful. I can't, I can't look for chametz. I can't look for this stuff. Maybe because he, he changes the way he's harvesting, like Rav says. At the end of the day, 
we said that you could harvest even regularly with your tractor in the Beis HaShlachim. And what, what are you going to do over there? How are you going to differentiate in that case? Beautiful picture today. Here's your oil. This is your ner. It's lit. It's lit. Do not put an egg or something here that drips oil into your kli. The halacha is that if you take oil out of this kli, you're over amechaba. You're extinguishing the, the lamp because you're removing some of the oil. It's supposed to last for two hours. Now it lasts only for an hour and a half. So what if you take your spoon and as it's dripping in, you grab some. You need it for your food. You need to put it on your Israeli salad. It's gishmak oil. It's olive oil. Look at this. You can't differentiate between this oil and what you use for food. It's the same oil. Also to do, according to Chacham. Lo yigavadam shifer shal beitzah v'yimaleno shemen v'yitneno b'tzad aner b'shvil shitei min atefes that should drip into here. V'afilu hi shal cheres and even if this is made out of earthenware which is disgusting, it's slimy and disgusting so you're probably not going to want to put it in your salad. Also. Rebu the matter. Rebu the says it's not a problem. Hasam. So what are we going to do? Over here it's lay bottle. Over here this is like a donut. On Erev Pesach. Rebu the says on a donut, stay away from donuts. Don't do bdika. Over here he says, you don't have to stay away from the oil. I'm not going to come to eat it. Why not? Says the Gemara very pashut. Chumrid the Shabbos Mibdal Bdili. Everybody knows that if you Michal Shabbos, you get Kares, you could get Misa. It's a, it's a big problem. So people stay away from it. Viromi the Shabbos and the Shabbos, but I have another problem with Shabbos. If the rope of your pail in your well broke, you shouldn't use a regular Kesher Shel Kayama, just use a bow. Here. This is from Pirush Chai, who was just Nifter. The shaman should have an aliyah. This is a kesher. Shalkayama. It lasts forever. Here's a bow. You pull it, it'll come right out. So don't use a, a kesher shalkayama, which is an isadaraisa. I don't have the picture, but basically you take a belt and you wrap it around a little bit. Or piskia is this. We had him in Sakhta Shabbos. This holds up your socks. In those days, they didn't have the elastic thing, so they had to hold it up with a garter. Here it is, the red, the red band. So you take that red band, and you could tie, wrap it around. Says Rabbi Yehuda, you cannot make a bow. What's the problem? Because if I make a bow, I'm going to come to make a Kesha Shukayama. So, why is he so makbid on a bow that it might come to Kesha Shukayama? But he's not so mocking on oil. Dripping oil is okay. Isn't that a contradiction? I'm not concerned he's going to take a spoon and start taking, using the oil. I am concerned that if I let him do a bow, he might come to do a Kesher Shukayama. Why? What's the big deal? Kashi, the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon. And the same thing in the reverse. Rabbanon are matter, and then there are asers. So what do we do? Says the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon, the Kashi. Shemim, Shemim, Michalif. At the end of the day, people are going to consume oil. It's olive oil, and it's dripping over your candle. They're missing some olive oil to take it. The, the bow and the Kesher Shukayama are two different things. Nobody, nobody 
does a boiscat or whatever it's called, a shipman's bow, whatever, a knot, a serious knot that they use on a ship versus a little bow. Those are two things that you don't confuse. This we had. It's not pshat that if you make a bow, you might come to make a Kesha Shukayama. A bow is a Kesha Shukayama. That's why a bow is also, according to Rabbi Yudah. Fine. This is not. Again, the garter. What's the, what's the reason? So, if I'm going to use my own belt, I bought in the store, I'm going to use it to tie up my, my pail, you know it's not lasting. It's not a kayama. I need my belt. I need to hold up my pants. What am I going to do? How am I going to go to shul? So I'm going to use it for five minutes, and then I'm going to do it and come. So it's not a kesher shukayama. With a rope. Rabbi Huda says it's okay. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. What are we talking about? What kind of chevel? Chevel de mai, ilim chevel de alma, just a regular rope. Rabbi Huda matir, and Rabbi Huda says you're allowed to use a rope and make a kesher shikayama. Kesher kayamo, the vadi asalivatule. A regular rope, you're going to leave it there forever. It's 100% awesome with the raisa. Elob shita did gardi. Talking about a weaver's rope. In other words, it's some sort of measuring device. So? The weaver is not going to leave his measuring tape in the well. Because and Rabbanon said, it doesn't matter what kind of rope, I don't care if this is what you use for your business, and you're going to undo it soon. All ropes are also. So, because Rabbanon in. So the Gemara says, oh. so over here, there were guys of one for the other. Says the Gemara in say that these two things are not going to be confused, but two types of rope are going to be confused. It's not such a big kasha. A rope is a rope. Yeah, he, this guy uses it. He's a tailor. You know how the tailors have around their neck? They have something and they measure. But it looks just like the rope that you buy in Home Depot. So you, it could get confused. Mashainkain, two types of knots. Nobody confuses them. That you have to learn how to do. It's a whole chachma to tie it nicely. And a little bow is a completely different thing. Not going to be confused. It's not on my list over here. But you have a very interesting situation. You have a firstborn animal that belongs to the kayan. Every firstborn animal give to the kayan. He eats it. It has gdusha though. Now this bechar that has a chazidam. It has some sort of, um, there's a, pre- a blood pressure, blood pressure, okay? So you got to relieve the pressure. What do you do? You make a hole in the animal somewhere, and you relieve the pressure. That's what they did. Says the Gemara, even if this animal might die from, from not relieving the pressure, it's also for you to do so. Why? Because Rabbi Yudha is concerned that if I allow you to be make his dam, you might give him a mum. You're not allowed to do a deliberate mum on Kachim. What if you puncture his lip, his ear? It's a mum. And that's Isidaraisa. So don't touch the animal. Don't, don't make any holes. Don't, don't, don't try to relieve the pressure. 
Just be careful. I'm telling you, relieve the pressure, but you know the halachas. Don't, don't remove any bone, don't break a bone, don't split his lip, don't split his ear, you'll be fine. So all of a sudden, over here, Rabbi Yudh is so concerned. He might come to do something else. How come by other places? He's not concerned. Says the Gemara, adam bahul al mamoinoi. Oh, once again, I forgot. This is, this is getting out of hand. We're going to have to stop this turning of the daft sponsor. Oh, found it. Says the Gemara like this. There's a concept of panic. When people are in a panic, they act irrationally. Yeah? Like uh, a stampede, whatever it is. Stampede. So there's people, they, they just act, they start running people over, they do crazy things, people get hurt. You have to be under control, in control at all times. When a person is concerned about his property, he's concerned about his animal, it's about to die. Look at it, hey, what do you do? You start going crazy. So, Mamela, Adam Bala Mamayna, Amrina, and Dafir Alpha Mabez on top, Ishorisley, Bimokim Shinoisim by Mom. What's going to happen? You said, I allow you to relieve the pressure, make some hole in the animal. Where? Only in a place that's not going to have a mom. But he's so concerned now, he go, he's going crazy that his animal's going to die, he just punctures right in the ear and Shalma Yisrael. That's the problem. Once you allow him to, to do something, he's not going to differentiate between the place that's muttered, but it's also right now he's, he's going crazy, his animal. Imagine your pet is about to die. If you don't have a pet, you don't know what I'm talking about. But it's, you become a sugar. Shabbos, Ain, Shabbos, Call the ambulance, what? Fine. So this is like human nature. We're talking about human nature here. If I don't know, maybe the opposite. If I don't allow him to do anything, he's going to jump in and make it into the Perhaps if I give him a little leeway, I say, you know what? I know that you're very bold, this is your pet, this is your animal, it's about to die. I allow you to do it, just be careful where you do it. Maybe that will relieve some of his stress and his panic, and he'll do it in the right way. That's the Shaila here. Do, do I allow him a little bit, and that little bit might lead to more, and he might just go, go crazy, and therefore it's better for us just to stop it and say, you know what, it's completely us, you're finished, end of the story, done. Like we had by a fire. You have a fire, don't save anything. Or save a little bit. But if you save a little bit, you might come to save more. You know, that, that sort of sugi. Zogdi Gemara. Oh, so turn the page, sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. Lili Nishmas Ruchama Chaya Fruma, Ole Hashon Bas, Rav Doiv Pinchos, Yibal Chaim Toivim. And for Rav Yechiel Shragam and Avram Alevi, Ole Hashon. And by our good friend, Kalman from the five towns. Li'ilu Nishmas, he loves this, he said. Li'ilu Nishmas, Menachim Mendel Ben Simcha. You know what, for him, because he had such a no. He's a Tamad Chacham, Israel war hero, Holocaust survivor, in his chus, all his grandchildren should be healthy in Torah Yidin. Great. The third sponsor, sponsored by the fine and pearl families in the chus, a Rufur Shlema from Mindel Elkobas Edel. She should have Rufur Shlema. Zogli Gimara. Oh, give a picture today. 
Here we go. We got two types of combs to comb your animal. One is metal, and one is wood. So you cannot use the metal one. You're going to puncture the animal's skin. Chabur b'shavas isadur raisa again. Another isadur raisa that nobody, everybody's mocking on that one. If you comb your animal's skin, you might puncture him a little blood. Awesome. Avo mekaratzefim. So you see where this is going to. I don't allow you to use this, but I allow you to use this. They're very similar. You can't even use the wooden one. What's the difference? They are closer together and they will cause a lot of issues, bloodletting, the whole thing. These are wider apart, not a problem. They're wood, easier on, on the animal. Says the Gemara, the Gemara understood that this is like, oh, if I don't comb the animal, it's a big problem. You know, I'm just thinking now, we didn't comb our animal. Don't tell their own corn booth. I hope he's not on. So if you don't comb it, so what happened was, then the, the, we sent him to this special place here. They took off all his hair. The dog is literally shaking now for a week straight. It doesn't stop shaking. It doesn't have, it could be a problem. I'm thinking now, I didn't think about it before. Maybe that's the bull. The Gemara understood that the guy goes crazy. I have to have to comb the hair out, otherwise he could kill the animal. So the Gemara no. What? Ellie. Yeah. The metal or just uh, very close together and wider apart? It's a, the combination of the two. That's what it seems like. The metal is closer together. The wood is not so close. Maybe that's the only way to make it. I don't know how they did it in those days. But it seems like it's... it's it, you had wood together also. also yeah, the, right. It would be a problem. But I don't know that the wood could actually puncture the skin as well. I think it's a, it's a combination of the two. I'm saying you saw that, so are the difference, or you're just... Yeah, no, that's how they, that's how they translate it. I think that's what Rashi was saying, no? You're saying that it doesn't seem Rashi metal? No. Yeah. Just the, the, the guards just saying the difference came wider. Yeah, yeah, I know, but they, I, they bring down that's metal. Metal? What? They bring they bring metal and beta. That's what he said. I didn't hear exactly what he said. I heard he saying something about beta explaining. Sorry about that. Yes, and beta they bring also the. First of all, time out, time out, time out. Your job is not to help me. Your job is to, to knock me. So I don't know what you're doing now. You're going out of the thing. But okay, fine. We'll make a we'll make a uh, an exception. That what? The point, the bottom line is, no, the bottom line is one hurts the animal, one does it. One, one, one could injure the animal, one doesn't. How exactly? Because it's metal and it's together, so that uh, if it was metal and far apart, it wouldn't be such an issue. If it was wood and close together, I think the combination of the two. It's good for the picture, it's a nice picture. You see how they're there? Fine. Bezer Shem will get to Bezer pretty soon. What? Yeah, I know. Thank you. And when we get to Beitza, we're going to have a whole Shaila. Do we say Beitza or Beitza? Because in America, a lot of people are Makbit. It's like one of the worst things in the world to say Beitza. Kids are in it. Nobody cares. Okay, fine. We'll wait. The, I'm sure the Manchester Chever have a whole issue with the, with the word Beitza. Fine. Says the Gemara. Where? Hold on. I might have skipped here. Hosom. Dishavagle Mayas. 
What are you talking about? In the case of a Bukhar, if you don't do bloodletting, you don't relieve the pressure, an animal drops dead. So you didn't comb it, so it shakes a little bit. Shaking is not the end of the world, it's not going to die. For that, nobody's ever been Michal Shabbos, so his animal doesn't shake. They would be Michal Shabbos if he has a complete loss by a Bukhar. If the Bukhar drops dead, you could do zero with it. You have to pick it up, put it in a grave. You can't even sell any garnish, it's worthless. Rabbi Yudah, is the Gozar. So how come by, by Chometz he says you shouldn't do any B'dika once the time of Isser Chometz uh, arrives? What's the difference? Says the Gemara, Lechem Belechem Michalif. You will not be able to differentiate between the breads that you're eating all year round and this bread today. But these two types, a wooden comb and a metal comb, a wider comb and a narrow comb, that is not something that you'll mistake. Says the Mishnah, Remei Oimer, oh, it's a Mishnah, hold on. I don't see Sam Schenken, but I see he's on. Zev Roth, Shalom Aleichem, Moshe Ernstoff, Shalom Aleichem, wow, wow, what's going on here? Boys, I just want to say, I don't know what's going on with Friday. The share on Friday is like 200 views less than, well, you guys don't learn, but you guys are on Zoom, so I'm I'm talking to the YouTube guys. Josh Schreiber, Shalom Aleichem, been a while. Merrill Weber. Akiva Zeigler. Shalom Aleichem. Mazaytzach. Famous Arya. Okay. Avram Ben Zev. Wow, wow, wow. It's been a while. Okay. Zog Dehilagi Mishnah. Remeir Oimer Oichlem Kol Chomesh V'Sorifim B'Tchila Sheish. We're very familiar with this. Says Remeir, you can eat in the fifth hour. We burn in the sixth hour, Achilas, Isra Achilas comes in the seventh, the beginning of the seventh. So we have a whole hour to be careful with. That's all I need. No, I need more. People make mistakes in hours, and then we're going to have a sugya, what kind of mistakes. So the fifth hour is hour that you, we don't burn the chametz, but we don't eat chametz, says Rabbi You can feed it to your animal, but I need to add an extra hour. Which everybody agrees to. That Sreifas Chometz starts in the beginning of the sixth hour. Right? If a person had a nace, he recovered, like our friend Gruen, recovers. He does, in the, if, he, if the Beis Hamikdash was Kayim today, he would just say a Goymo. But if the Beis Hamikdash, he brings a carbon Taida. And the famous thing, he brings 40 breads, 30 of them are matzo, 10 Chometz. But it's so much bread, he has to invite all his friends, the whole thing. They take two of these breads that are puzzle, and they put it on top of a bench, and everybody sees these breads, and they know, oh, oh two breads, I could eat chametz. They didn't have watches, they didn't have iPhones, they didn't know what time it was. The time, it's the two bread time. Two bread, I could eat chametz. Nidlachas, if one of them was removed, comes the shamish, removes one. Oi, Rabbi say that means, this is the time you can't eat, you, can't, you don't burn, don't do anything. In between. It's hanging. But once the two breads are removed, sorry for him, that's when, that means it's the sixth hour, that's when you start burning the chametz. He agrees to review, though we got to add a little bit extra. But truma, since it's usher to be ma'abit truma be'yadayim, you can't just take and destroy your truma, so I give you an extra, I don't want to be a, a, a machmer on the cheshman of this iser. 
it's also to, to, to ruin truma. So I give you another hour, you could eat truma for chamesh. She agrees, like everybody else, that you burn chametz on the sixth hour. Not also. We learned in a Mishnah in Sanhedrin. If there are witnesses to a murder, Rahmal al-Islam. So we have to interview the witnesses. And we ask them seven different chakiroids, seven different questions. Obviously, like in our days, you have to see if they, if the story jives, if, they, if it happened the same day, the same hour. So what happens? He says it happened on the second day of Kislev. And he says, no, it happened on the third day of Kislev. Believe it or not, it's a good Eidos. Why? So we have to explain, just to understand, would they both agree that it happened on a Tuesday? Just they call the date wrong. And that's not a problem. Since they could agree on the day of the week, they just have a, a confusion here. One of them wasn't aware that this, the, 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 the previous month was a 30-day month. He thought it was a 29-day month. So he made a mistake on the date. That's not a big deal. But if their mistake is two days, they do some Now nobody makes a, a mistake for two months straight. No good. Now what happens if the Edus is bottle? We don't kill that guy, the murderer. He's not a murderer. And we also don't kill the Edim. Because it's not, the only time you can kill an aid is if there's a hazama. You were in America, why are you coming to testify? But if they just made a mistake on the date, nothing happens to anyone. It happened at 2 o'clock, and the other guy said it happened at 3 o'clock. Now we're talking about our difference. And how does it fit into our mission hour? Because we're talking about making a mistake between the 6th hour, the 5th hour. We have to make, give you a little bit of room over there so you don't eat chametz, you don't forget. So over here also, people... Two Aidim, one comes and says it happened at 2 o'clock, the murder happened at 3 o'clock, Eidusin Kayemis, it's okay. The Gemara will explain. But if the difference is in two hours, Eidusin Betelo, it's a good Eidus. However, if the difference of hours is at that time of a day, towards the end of the day, Eidusin Betelo, Shebechomish Chamba Bemizrach, there's such a difference in the way the shadow is projected on the ground that it's impossible that one person would say 5 o'clock and the other person would say 7 o'clock. Omar Abayo says Abayo. Let me explain. We'll figure out over here that according to the mayor, people don't make a mistake at all. They're very exact in their time. In other words, obviously... There are a lot of women, I mean men out there that, 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 you know, they're off a little bit in time. But when you come to Besden, and you tell Besden, I'm 100% sure it happened at 2 o'clock, then you're not making a mistake. You know what you're talking about. If you don't realize what time it is, great. A lot, it happens a lot. But to come to Besden and testify, I saw the murder at 2 o'clock, and he says 3 o'clock, they don't make a mistake by a second. A person can make a mistake by half hour. The story happened at 2.59. As the, the second hour is finishing, the third hour comes in. Yeah, it happens all the time in my house. In certain people, certain individual. How much did that cost you? $100. So I look at the receipt, it's $199. It's $200. No, $199 equals $100. 
So some people call 199 two, 200. Some people call it one. Okay, so it's not such a big shayla. Well, the gomesh tayim is he called it, he called it two. It was actually three o'clock. It was 2.59. So the eight comes to bed. He said it happened at two o'clock. Well, the government And the other guy was correct. It was literally, yeah, 2.59, but he called it three. So there's no shy, so it's a good testimony. You can make a mistake by a half hour. Oh, very simple. Here we go. The murder happened at 4.30. This guy calls it Three o'clock, he calls it three fifty-nine because he calls it at the end of the fourth hour. He made a mistake by a half hour. Three fifty-nine equals four, so he says three, but it's really at four thirty, so he's off by a half hour. This guy calls it five o'clock, so he's also off by a half hour. By the gomer shaloish, how come he called it three? Because it's three fifty-nine, so he calls it three. He's not off by an hour and a half. 3 equals 3.59, which is a half hour away from 4.30. So why does this guy call it 5? He means the beginning of 5, which is accurate, which is a half hour away from 4.30. Alright, you know, we'll stop right over here. So when Bekit said there's only a mistake of a half hour, it happened at 4.30, he calls it 3. 3 equals 4.30, he's only off by half, because 3 could also be 3.59. And he calls it 5, he's off by half an hour from 4.30. And Mamela, I can accept their ethos, because people are off by half an hour. Have a wonderful day. I got I got your message, David. Thank you. I got it on the day. On bye 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 bye. Thank you, thank you, Rabbi Isai. Oi. It's okay, David. It's okay. Let's let's talk some. <laughs> we already went through that tsar. You don't have to even tire me twice. <laughs> to the what? What was that having to? What do you mean? So the sugya before Shear? Yeah, it was in the 
of your throat. I won't say that it was Mark. I, I won't say who it is. What happened? Well, what kind of ice was it? Hagen does. A freezer full of. A freezer full of ice cream was 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 uh, shortly uh, thereafter. What kind of ice cream? That's what I want to know. You know that in, in America, you can get Klein's ice cream, which is delicious. They have a gewaltig of flavors. Which one in gas station? What happened? Oi. Are you saying that Uncle Phil is a big ice cream person? No, 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 no. I don't want to be uh, making statements. <laughs> I just wanted to know how the sushi was. It's none of your business, Yeshua. Really? Okay, Givaldic. Things are changing. That's a, that's amazing. That's amazing. Really? Wow. You, but hello, that, that that has to be a change in the last ten years or something, you know? What happened? You I don't have time to put anything away. So there's, there's certain things here that just that just stay until my wife makes a thing out of it. I don't wear the same jet. I don't wear the same suit and tie twice in a row. So eventually, it has to go back into the closet. It's just the Shiloh when. <laughs> That's why I need to move into here. Let me show you into this room. That's where we're doing the construction, right over there. So Bezer Shem, I'm moving, and then I could. 